You're listening to Very Loose Women. Good evening, listeners. You are tuned in to Very Loose Women, and we are live on Resonance 104.4 FM. Maybe you're having a listen on our podcast. I'm Soyla, and I'm very happy to be joined by my friend, Leo. Thanks. I like that friend takes it over co-host. Friend. I appreciate that. (laughs) I mean, professionally co-host. Yeah. Privately friend. Thanks. (laughs) Or publicly friend. Yeah. Oh. Both friend. (laughs) Um, I've got friend Nikki. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And I have new friend Esther. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. We are, if you haven't noticed, listeners, uh, talking about friendships and everything we can think of about making friends. Um, being a friend, losing friends, etc. Um, but I think we should start with celebrations and frustrations. Mm-hmm. Nikki, I'll start with you. Great. So my celebration is that I've just moved house, Ooh. and now Ooh. I can walk to work. Oh wow! And, yeah, so it's quite That's a big the dream. Thing, the dream, and I can also see the sun when before I couldn't see the sun, which is really having a big benefit. But I want to add a little frustration to my celebration, which is that. I think my new housemate thinks I'm really weird because I ordered a 50 litre, 50 litre, 50 kilogram, 50 something bag of compost without warning him. <laughs> and then it, they woke him up to deliver it. And he was like, why is this girl ordering compost? Like on, on when she just moved in. So <laughs> sorry about for? that. Can I ask well, what the compost is for? I was going to plaster my walls with it. With no, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have like we a roof. We all totally bit. thought that you were going to do that. <laughs> Why did I do that? April Fools. <laughs> oh, April Fools. Yeah. No, I've got like a roof bit outside of my garden. I'm going to grow some veg out there with the compost. Oh, nice. Delightful. Yeah. So yeah, that's me. My girlfriend actually bought um, a composter because I've been, I didn't know anything about compost, but I've been leaving everything in a like large drawer in my garden. <laughs> oh, in your garden, okay. Not in like a drawer in your garden. Drawer. Is yeah, like your it's, like, it's like a, it's like a drawer that's come out of a thing for drawers, a chest. Yeah. <laughs> ah. And, um, yeah. and I've just been like leaving all of the vegetables and like, like those sorts of materials mm. like eggshells and whatever to deteriorate and now my garden just reeks so ellie was like we have to buy a composter because yeah. this smells there's definitely an art to compost as well you got to get yeah. your dry materials and your wet materials we equal, haven't you know? got any of that art and currently it's all wet because <laughs> it's been rained on so yeah we're not winning at that i'm gonna go with a celebration i just remembered it mm-hmm. um so obviously last week was um we were out of the studio so i couldn't say this so time-wise it would have fit in there but I actually went to uh, the French consulate in uh, South Ken last, well, Wednesday, Tuesday, mm-hmm, that's back mm-hmm. in the pre-record. And um, is the mic not working? Just dropped a little. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I went to the French consulate and I got my, well, I filed for my French passport and they're going to send it to me in about a month I mean you talk so much about being French yeah and yet you're you actually are not a valid passport holder until recently big revelation I have to say that citizenship is not dependent on having the passport so I didn't have to file for French citizenship which I currently (laughs) already have yeah I just had to get the official document I've never needed because I was thought we were in the European Union and I've always travelled on the same status as having French or British yeah (laughs) Um, no, it was a it was a sort of like um, an opt out from Brexit for me. Mm. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Esther, yes. Um, 
So, I mean, today, today's had a celebration and a frustration in it because um, massively on a budget at the moment in a big, sensible, big way, and really paring back those those treats. I thought, you know what, let's just do this thing called batch cooking. Let's just do it. Let's Ooh. get involved. So I made a big old curry, didn't I? And um, was feeling, you know, at work thinking, God, I feel good about myself. Like I feel, I feel like I'm doing life. Like I'm doing it. Mm. And um, it just absolutely leaked and reeked <gasps> everywhere. And it's, it's just that moment in the office, you know, you're trying to connect, aren't you, with your fellow colleagues. <laughs> and, you know, you just want to eat lunch together. You want to be, you want to be pals. You want to be, you want to be one. And, um, they were like, oh, Esther, you know, what have you got there? And I was like, well, it's just, it is absolutely everywhere. It was on the laptop. It was in, it was on my clothes. And um, so I just don't know if I still, I don't know if I still smell of it. I do. You're I nodding. don't think so. You're nodding. You're nodding. I She's nodding. <laughs> yeah, well, you're so polite. <laughs> I definitely 100% smell of BBC Good Food Curry. So easy to make, though. Fantastic. Was it nice tasting? Um, you know, it, it was okay. It was just so uneventful, you know. It was more like I was thinking, this is great because I'm just doing doing the things I should be as a as an adult, yeah. you know, like thinking ahead yeah. and being like, I'll just do that. And then I was like, oh, you know, I can, like, give this to some of my housemates. Fantastic. They can have a bit. Obviously, no one wants that. No one wants it. So I've got to get a lot better very quickly and just really think about that prep. Okay. Well, good you know, luck. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, oh, keep you posted. Yeah, please do. <laughs> High stakes. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to celebrate passing my driving theory test. Congrats! Yeah, Congrats! Yeah, yeah, yeah. A pass is a pass. I scraped it, but I still got it. So there it's we really go. Hard to pass. I mean, I've heard lots of people who I know who didn't pass first time, and like when I was doing it, I kind of thought, "Oh no, this this is a question that I don't know and a sig- the signal I don't know." I um, passed first time, and then I thought it ran out, um, right? And and I failed the second time, but then because I was like, "Well, I passed first time, I don't need to revise this," right. um, but actually, I didn't need to redo it. Some sort of glitch meant that it was still valid, and so I. Didn't I failed and then passed my driving test? Uh, yeah. You re- you did it. You retook the theory test even though you'd passed it and it was still valid. Yeah. How did that come <laughs> up on the system? I have no idea. I got so confused and then I was like, well, I haven't passed my theory, and then they were telling me that I had. So I was like, sure. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. Interesting. I, mean, I, I did pass it once, but I just didn't repass it. Okay. Yeah. It runs you did need to repass it. So. Well, apparently I didn't, but then I also did. Okay. It's well, com- I was very confused. I mean, you um, passed it. I did. So there we go. Point. There we go. They've changed it though, haven't they? Because I did it like years after the first time, and it was like Sims, as in there was like the hazard perception. Yeah, it was that, a whole that level second game. That video part. I I'm was, really good at that. I, I think it's like the same awful. skills that define like <laughs> that. I'm great at that, and then also great at laser tag because I'm great at both of those things. Interesting <laughs> correlation. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's precision. Precision. Um, this week we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about friendships. I was going to introduce this segment by asking Leo if I was her friend, but I think we've kind of established that already. When um, when you asked me via Google document, I wrote ha. Yeah, you said it was a great question though. So <laughs> it, it is a great go. question. Um, Just to be clear, you are my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just in case, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Um, but yeah, I think we should kind of open up the discussion on uh, kind of what kind of makes. What kind of makes a good friend? Um, are there things that help us decide if some is there like a moment that someone becomes a friend? Uh, kind of, yeah. What qualities? That kind of thing. Open to the floor. Yeah. Um. I think for me, 
somebody that you can talk to about real stuff. You know mm. what I mean? Because, yeah, I think I don't really... I feel a bit awkward, like, hanging around with people and not really knowing anything about them and not them not knowing anything about me. And I think some people are okay with that, just having, like, mates and they chill. But I'm one of those annoying people that just I just want to know everything about people that are my friends. So I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. So people that, like, yeah, that you can talk to about things that matter, I guess. I think I'm actually a lot more lax than that. I've got I've got <laughs> friends where I, like, know a lot about them because I've known them for a long time, but where, like... Basically, I have like I go to different friends for different things. Mm, so there are yeah. friends that are like party really well with or travel really well with, and then there are also friends who I have really great conversations yeah. and be very honest with. But like I don't, I think I don't expect to get that all from the same person. Mm. And so I like, I like, I don't know. I pick bits and then I'm like, mm. well, this is the friend that I do this with, sort of yeah, thing. I think that's compartmentalize. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, I think mm. it's a nice little kind of decider or categorization. Yeah. You what you use your friends for. <laughs> use. use I them. use all of my <laughs> friends. <laughs> as I said, it was all maybe not. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, is there anything that might prevent someone from becoming a, or no, not not from becoming a friend, but kind of levelling up from acquaintance mm. to friend? Mm. Well, we were talking earlier about like how you have that, that magic moment with someone where you just, you've kind of, you know, you've done, you know a bit about them, you know, there's there's enough, there's a bit in common, you're relatively like-minded, but there's not that, like, the decisive, do you know what, this this egg here, mm-hmm. yes, we're going to make an omelette. <laughs> we're going to make an omelette for life. Um, I remember when I, like, met my, um, well, now one of my best pals at uni, sort of a few weeks in, and I hadn't really met someone. I was like, yeah, we can actually, I can be, I can be weird. I can be, mm, I can be my full weird self. Mm, you know, yeah. that's very important. And you can like chat, you know, you can like chat, chat to a plank of wood, you know, to make, like, do what we need to do. But like, it's someone that you just don't realise that you're just kind of covering stuff that you don't realise you're in conversation. It's like four hours. Mm. We were just talking and talking and talking. I didn't realise the time. And I pretended, because I'd heard that she was doing um, lacrosse, <laughs> I have absolutely no sporting ability, very dyspraxic. And I was like, yeah, sure, I absolutely love lacrosse. <laughs> 100%. So the whole, like, you know, be you, be true, I just completely didn't do that. I was like, yeah, I absolutely love lacrosse. So um, went along and uh, was horrendous, hated it every single minute. But I was like, this is the key to to me and Hayley really solidifying and becoming, like, actual actual pals. Turned out that she was thinking exactly the same thing. Oh. Absolutely hated it, thought oh, Esther loves it. This is the way that we'll, we'll do this. <laughs> and um, so then she was like, I just, I was, I was hung over. She really wanted to smoke. She was like, okay, she, I just want to have five minutes and then can we, then we'll go to the cross. <laughs> I was like, we could just, we don't have to, I don't know, I'm happy to not go if you don't want to go. <laughs> she was like, yeah, do you know what, This just this week, just this week we'll give it a miss. <laughs> Obviously never went again. Then just like, was that actually, so I feel like, in hindsight, it's ridiculous that we thought we had to do that mm. because... Well, I think it's telling because it shows that like both of you wanted to make an effort. It's just mm. when you're 18 and making an effort, it's often misguided. Yes, and I think historically, like friendship had been about this, we're all shoved together in a classroom. Mm. We're all living a similar rhythm, doing a similar thing. Whereas like maybe uni was the first time. That, yes, okay, that's there, but you'll start maybe more making friends mm. based on just who you are rather than what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, how do you make friends as an adult? Because I've, I've, I feel like at first I found it pretty kind of pretty hard and outside of the school slash uni setting, um, 
you don't have that kind of impetus to to make a friend mm-hmm. um and i feel like work friends are slightly different you know that you're it's it's not the same nature you might go for a drink after work but um i've never kind of made a true friend really i've made a, i've made true friends in my first job mm. uh who i still see today and mm. i love them they're really great i mean i also yeah. made friends but then after the fact i kind of yeah yeah that. yeah no no me it's the opposite like at the time i was like Meh. um but like afterwards i'm like oh these are great people mm. so i don't know but i um in terms of making friends i actually went about it when i was like 19 in a very strategic way because at school i was terrible at making friends um in that i was very like homework oriented and I felt that having conversations with, <laughs> with people you was a waste of time. A geek. <laughs> um yeah, it was so I felt like especially aimless conversations, like I couldn't just sit and lounge around with people because I was like, I've got so much to do. <laughs> Why would I be doing this? Um so when I got to uni, I was like, I have to learn to lounge, <laughs> like very specifically. So I would like see if I could just sit in a chair for ages and watch people talk. Because I would try to like... Slightly <laughs> Just watch them in the, in, in, the the, in the common room. I would try to chime in, but I was always... Because I, I was so out of like practice of conversations, I would just chime in at the wrong time. And I wouldn't be able to join conversations. So actually very loose women, when I, when I started doing it in 2006, I was like... Uh, 18 or something um uh, it was my second year at uni and i would chime in mm. and because there was the mic and we'd like thought about what we we're going to say i was able to like actually say something in a conversation so through doing braille swimming i sort of learned to take part in conversations mm. and then after that like especially hang around journalists uh later on when i became a journalist because they're very chatty people it's very easy because they encourage speaking mm. um so it's like it's been a it's been a gradual progression from like no talking to like a love of talking yeah i think i think <laughs> yeah. i like to be quite chatty i remember i was working at um, one kind of newsy place yeah. and um i made friends there and kind of still kind of messaged like here and there like guess what and mm. you know that kind of thing but I think conversations are so central to forming friendships. Like you were yeah. saying, like you need to have those deep conversations with people. I think yeah. like even saying like, do you want some like milk in your tea is really important. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Love that one. You learn so Classic. much about people yeah. making tea. Um, but it says it's it's like just even if you're saying your name stuff, you're still like putting the bricks down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think like I have a a history of making friends in quite strange ways. Ooh. Like probably opposite to what you said, Soila. I find it actually easier I think to make friends outside of like the the uni school setting because I I don't like being around all of those people and like I've made friends before by just meeting people in the street or like meeting Mm. people just really randomly and then they turn into friends and I really like that like Mm. I'm kind of quite I feel quite liberated when I go somewhere and I don't know anybody at all and I actually feel like now I have the freedom to make friends because I don't know anybody already and nobody knows anything about me, which sounds a bit weird, but that's what I've found since I've like left uni. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sort of a blank slate approach. Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Present yourself how you like. I actually, when I was um, uh, going through a breakup and I was like finding new friendship groups, that's like part of the process. Um, I really enjoyed going into like, say like I got really into activism. You're just like a new person on in like an, 
a space where people are just presenting themselves where you only know people in the context of them caring about something yeah. which is really nice also subject to huge amounts of abuse but in in the proper situation <laughs> really swings nice. around bounce, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um do we have does any, do we have because you were talking about your your close friend very good friend Haley. Mm. um like um because we have best friends the way i was trying to describe this was like and you have a, like an inner circle of friends and an mm. outer circle that's such a good and then description like a you said like, like the london yeah zones. london tube so zones true. like so zone true. one are, are the, the best bays yeah. and then mm. zone two you get further out and you know blah 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 blah, mm. blah. and when you're you know zone nine is like that's acquaintance zone you eight and nine, nine acquaintance oh my god in oh, london nine yeah, zones. Yeah, nine zones. Nine zones. yeah but um i don't count seven eight and nine is london so I fair think, enough yeah so anyway <laughs> you live in that's zone six oh. thank you very much but <laughs> anyway um <laughs> we won't have that. a great zone <laughs> um, that's anyway. a whole other show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think i have like a an inner circle of very close friends mm. maybe like three or four people and then outer friends yeah. outer friends outer friends and i think that's yeah i think that's a really nice way of describing it because i say best friends for a few of my friends um yeah. because like oh they're my best friend but i say that in an inclusive way like mm. they are of my best friends they are one of yeah. <laughs> it's um, a lot of pressure to be the best mm, the best the friend, friend. yeah it's a lot who can live up to that i wouldn't want that i me. reckon that's where like um so if you're kind of in a relationship mm. like that person becomes your you know your go-to best friend I like guess. your confidant as well yes mm. but you still need mm. your other friends if that person's annoying and you you can't you know go to them and be like hey um i think you should wash your socks kind of thing. <laughs> friend to friend because <laughs> yeah. those friendship defined by how much someone knows about you then mm. Mm. in a way it's mm. like leverage <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly but what comes are... out on the hen do yeah, yeah. But then our, I think there's also a thing where you have different kind of... can Are your friendships different with kind of different gendered people? Because I do find that my friendships with women are slightly different to mm. to men. Um, I think I'm more aware um, about my friendships with... Not, you know, not all men, but... Lol. <laughs> um, but, but some male friends who maybe in the past like when we were young and um they didn't have any sense but like were like oh i'm in love with you and i was like wow okay um and then like the dynamic of that friendship changed mm. and now when it's like oh i don't have those feelings and i'm kind of like mm, but there's something weird i feel like from you yeah. but I don't know. And there's, I don't know, there's other friends which I used to be really close to and then they're like, they've, I don't know, changed, like drastically changed their political opinion, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. And I'm like, mm. this puts up a barrier mm. and they kind of go from zone, I don't know, three to zone four, for example. <laughs> Overnight. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, your Tories are in zone four? Because mine are in nine. <laughs> I mean, um... no, I'm harsh, I'm harsh. Um, but no, I think the gender one is, uh, I don't know, it's an odd point because I don't think that I do, but then I'll, I'll notice that like a particular friend has done a certain thing and I'm like, that's that's weird. I'll say like, oh, he made fun of me for this. And my girlfriend will say like, oh, that's like a boy thing to make, to like mm. bond through joking. And, mm. and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Because like initially I'm like, oh, it felt offensive at the time, yeah. but it's actually just like a man thing and I hadn't clocked it. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think 
for me, I've, I probably noticed it less than I used to. Like I went to an all-girls school until I was like 16, which I think made me just really view men in quite a strange way for, for, for a little while after that. But yeah, now, yeah, apart from in situations like you were talking about where there has been some kind of romantic attachment on either mm. side, but um, yeah, not, I would say not particularly. Mm. I don't really notice a difference. Mm. I completely agree. I went to a girls' school. Catholic girls' school, seven years of my life. <laughs> it um, changes you. Yeah. And I think that they did absolutely everything in their power to keep us as far away from the boys' school, which was like a 10-minute walk away, as humanly possible. And I, I just think, like, we found obviously found ways. We found whatever. Yeah, you so find we, ways. Yeah. You just do, where there's a will. But I think the friendships that we made with, well, there was a group of us and then there was a group in the boys' school. And those friendships with those guys, yeah, sure, few of us, we've, you know, we've all most of us have been out with one of them in some way at some point <laughs> overlaps happened classic but there's also a couple of the guys that like just would never that would not be a thing we're still pals that's still there and the friendship but the friendship does feel different i'm not sure exactly how but um but it's very very it, they feel very important that they're there mm. and it's not the same like i think it's usually like less drama i would say mm. Um, but I don't know why that is. Wait, wait, less drama with men. With the with the like the guy friends. Really. Um, but there haven't been with those guys. It's not been there hasn't been a romantic thing in there. It's been pretty mm. platonic, mm. pretty. But it's I think gen, maybe it's I don't know why. I don't know if that's just that's just my experience. Mm. But I'd say less less Coronation Street mm-hmm. would be yeah, a reflection. Yeah. How would you lose? lose a friend Mm. yeah i've actually um uh sort of frozen people out a little bit yeah i do it very gradually because i don't like people to know that i'm doing it because then you have to deal with it so um (laughs) there was like someone that i knew who was like sexually harassing women and i wasn't interested in being his friend at all Mm. um so like not picking up calls is like a good thing to do and then like um yeah, I eventually unfriended on Facebook, which is like, I actually find that's quite like an offensive thing to do, like as in it takes the offense and so yeah. it draws attention to you. Yeah. So I waited a very long time before doing that because I didn't want any discussion around it. I didn't want it to like create a discussion point mm. because I genuinely didn't want contact with this person yeah. who I think is terrifying. I remember unfriending wow. my ex-boyfriend on Facebook. Can he message oh. me like... I can't see, believe you've done this. See, it, it creates, <laughs> oh it creates conversations. Yeah. Oh, I was like, that? I was like, we're not together and I don't like you anymore. Shock. <laughs> like, why would I want you to see these little bits and pieces of my life? Um, but yeah, like, I think I think ghosting is the is a good. If if ghosting is when you kind of just leave someone on red or you just ignore, yeah. um, you know, you become a ghost. Mm. <laughs> because sometimes you feel like you have to. Well, I sometimes feel like I have to have a reason to like to not like be in contact with someone. I feel like mm. I just sort of have to fix it, whatever's mm. gone wrong. But actually, sometimes it's okay if yeah. you know, like sometimes you drift you or it, it doesn't work, yeah. or you just think maybe we've changed. Maybe yeah. what, what brought us together before is yeah. not relevant anymore. Or people might just be busy. Like I never yeah. take anything personally. I've had friends who kind of dip in and out of my life every five years. Like, I used to live with a friend at uni and she, we recently become, like, friends again. And, like, it's not that we weren't friends, it's just that we both, like, have lives. Like, and What brought you back together? Um, 
what was that? Well, we live very near each other now, which is coincidence. Um, and then she also wanted me to do some drawing for a wine brand, and oh, I wow. do like doodles in my spare time. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Side hustle. <laughs> I have many, wow. so as you well know. Um, yeah. So she started dropping off like artisanal wine while she did that once, and so we started, yeah, being friends through that, which is because we have a project together now, yeah. so it's nice. Yeah. yeah. And she brings artisanal wine. Like yeah. she's just welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Also. As a as a kind of f- final thought, kind of um, if the, you know you've, if there are people who you used to be friends with and lost touch, kind of how would you you know do you, and you kind of see that person still online and stuff like mm. that, but the dynamics very different. Um, you know, is there any ever a time when you think, oh, I'd want to reconnect with that person? How would you go about that? Just kind of send a little message, liking or, their posts on Facebook, liking mm. posts. Mm active and then it's like it, a first little step and then in. you kind of pop up and it's like hey i've noticed you've been liking my posts no that's creepy <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, maybe not yeah that. i've had people send me messages on facebook the people that i haven't seen in a long time and mm. then that like rekindles a friendship and i think because i'm not a massive facebook fan i don't like use it loads but that is like a really good thing about mm. facebook i think and yeah because it is weird sometimes when you see because I'm not very good at culling my friends on Facebook. I still have pretty much all of my friends. Mm. And I see people from, like, I used to be really close with at school, and it sometimes feels a bit weird and unreal. I love it. I just love it. I like it? It's one of the things I really love about Facebook is, like, there are, like, certain people that I follow their life, and I have nothing yeah. to do with them, but I'm just, like, curious about them. Yeah. Yeah. I like it when they do well. Well, but, I don't mind. I just like yeah. observing people, and Facebook is like the best way to do that. I'm such a creep. Also, like Instagram <laughs> is very good because it's perfect for, for it. you know. Yeah. But yeah. you feel like you're keeping in touch when actually you might not be at all. Mm. Like you might not have talked in like a year, but you weirdly feel like you're in touch, and you're not. Like you feel like you feel like I know too much about a lot of people. <laughs> that I noticed I, you enjoyed your holiday to yeah. last week. <laughs> I also know that your cousin's got a new dog. Why, why is that? But I do. My dad thinks that every time someone posts something to Facebook, they're sending him a message about their life. Absolutely love oh, that. That's joyous. There we go. Shall we end on that lovely, lovely note? <laughs> um, thank you, friends and listeners, for tuning in to Very Loose Women. And thank you, Resonance 104.4 FM, for hosting us. Um, you can listen again if you'd like on our podcast which is available to stream and download from Acast, Apple, Google and on Spotify too. Don't forget to subscribe to never miss an episode. This episode was produced by myself, Soiler and co-produced by Leo. Thank you so much Esther for being our lovely guest. Thank you so much Nikki for being our lovely guest. Um, Thank you so much John for audio engineering for us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at VLW Radio and on Instagram too. We're very loose women on Facebook. That's it for this episode. Until next time, good night.